Somebody say, I need help. I need help. I got to thinking about this. You know, humility says, humility says, I need help. Pride says, I got this. And I was thinking about, man, what would it be like if I was stuck on the side of the road or like I said, in the driveway and the cars all pulled to pieces? You know what I would need? Now, this is somebody who doesn't know the ins and outs of this. You know what I would need? Triple A. I would need some roadside assistance. Somebody say roadside assistance. And I got to thinking about it. You and I right now are on this road called life and we need some of this assistance, some triple A roadside assistance. So let me give you the triple A. You ready for this? How do you get the help you need? Triple A. The first day This is deep. You ready? Acknowledge the need for help. Now, what did we read from James chapter four? Who gets grace? Who gets help? Is it the prideful? No, it's who? The humble. Humility says, I need help. Now take all of this back to being born again. How did Jesus become the Lord of your life? It required humility. You had to say to him, I'm done being Lord. I am done being my own God. Being my God is what has created this mess. It's kind of like being my own mechanic. At some point, I'm going to have to say, I'm done being my own. I need help. Acknowledge the need. This goes a long way with God. Because the prideful get resisted. And it, it, it's, it's hard on our thinking to imagine God resisting us, but it goes back to something Sarah ministered to us already this morning. He cannot share his glory with someone or something else. No flesh will glory in his presence. In other words, salvation will not be the result of his goodness and yours. Come on, are you listening to me right now? Your salvation... Your righteousness is the result of one thing, his goodness. You have been made right with his righteousness. I need help. This goes a long way with him. It doesn't sound super spiritual, but do you know how hard it is to get people to recognize the need for help? There are so many people that won't just say these simple words. I don't know. They feel like it's, it's insulting. They feel like it's, uh, it, it would be embarrassing to admit that they don't know something. Folks, there's a lot you don't know. We could write volumes of books and fill them with things you don't know. Things I don't know. It shouldn't be that hard for us to acknowledge the need. Lord, I need help. There's a lot I don't know. And that simple act is humility, but it's also faith. Because what you're saying is, I don't know, but you do. Acknowledge. So AAA, what's the first A? Acknowledge the need for help. Forgive me for the simplicity of this this morning. Are you okay with it? Yes. Somebody say, I need help. Yes. Acknowledge the need for help. And number two, the second A here, 
This is real deep. Ask. Ask for it. The Bible says you have not because he's withholding. No, you have not because you. Could it really be that simple? Could it be that there are things we've been missing for a long time? That revelation we've needed, insight that we've needed, or the things spiritual or things material or physical, could it be that the reason we haven't had them is because we failed to ask? You have not because you ask not. And then he said this, make sure when you ask, you ask in faith. How do you ask in faith? Well, you ask, but the faith part is the belief and the confidence, you have what I need. And you will give me what I need. Faith says he's not withholding it from me. Faith says he's a good God. Faith says he's a loving God. Faith says he wants me to have what I need. And I ask in faith. So number one, I acknowledge I need help. Number two, I ask for the help. And then this third A, you know what it is? Accept it. And this is so, it sounds so simple. But so many people miss this right here. Accept the help. And again, that just takes humility. It, it requires humility to say, I need help, to say, I don't know. It requires humility to ask for the help. It would require humility for me to come knocking on your door and say, neighbor, I have made a mess. I have absolutely messed this thing up and I need your, I'm asking for your help. And then when you say, okay, and then and, and you come over and in all your expertise and all your knowledge and, and experience, you start working on it. And I go, uh, you sure you want to put that there? It looks better to me over here. And you're like, well, Jeremy, you know, that's a tire and it can't go anywhere else. <laughs> but right. Well, it's my car. So I think it should go over here. Humility will accept the help. I recognize I need it. I'm asking for it and I accept it. Triple A. Who knew? I don't know if that's what theirs stand for, but that's what mine stands for today. Acknowledge, ask, and accept. accept. Go to the book of John with me as we begin to close. John chapter 14. Jesus knew that we needed help. And in John chapter 14, he's beginning to talk to the disciples and he's breaking the news to them. And it sounds at first like bad news. He's saying, guys, I'm leaving. Now, if you've just spent every day of the last three years of your life with this guy and he tells you he's leaving, you would think that's not good news. What do you mean you're leaving? Huh? He says, yeah, I, I'm going. And he's beginning to introduce this whole concept of him not being around. This is not what they expected. This is certainly not what they wanted. But in John chapter 14, verse 16, Jesus said, I will pray the Father and he will give you, check this out, another, what? Helper. Another helper. Who's he talking about? The Holy Spirit. Now we know this from Acts chapter two, three, four, great grace was on these people. And it started with this gift that came from God to you through Jesus, this gift 
of the Holy Spirit. You know what Jesus called him? The helper. Now the Amplified Bible does just that. It amplifies it. Takes that Greek word, that Greek word, the, the parakletos. What that word literally means is the one called alongside to help. To help. One whose whole assignment is to step up right next to you and say, can I help you? If you'll listen close, this is what the Spirit of God is saying to you and to me every moment of every day. How can I help? Can I help you with that? The one called alongside to help. Like my neighbor coming across the fence, stepping up next to me. Can I help you with that? Now a humble person will say, yes, please, I need help. I'm asking for help and I will let you help how you see fit. Jesus said, I'm giving you another helper. Now here's where this gets so cool. Are you ready? First Corinthians chapter 12. Don't turn there. Just listen. Paul is writing and he starts talking to the church about what we call the gifts of the spirit. Are you familiar with that? He said, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant of these gifts. He said, there are different gifts. And he began to talk about the gifts, the, the word of wisdom, right? The word of knowledge, the gift of faith and healing and miracles, the gift of speaking in an unknown tongue and the gift of interpreting that tongue. Every one of these gifts, gifts, gifts. You know what's so cool? When you look up that word gift, it's the Greek word charisma. Charisma. Charis. Charis, which is grace, which is help. You know what every one of those gifts are? to the church, it's the Holy Spirit saying, can I help? Can I help? Now there, sadly, there's so much of the body of Christ that has resisted that help. I don't know about this charismatic church kind of thing. What's a, what is a charismatic church? It's one that has help. It's one that has said, Holy Ghost, we need your help. It is a church that has said, we can't do this on our own. And many people would say, you know, I can't save myself, but Jesus, once you've saved me, thank you so much. I got it from here. That's foolish. That's prideful. When grace and the spirit of grace is called right next to you. And if you could see it, if you could see into the world of the Spirit, you would see the Holy Spirit following you around. And you're like, what are you doing? Why are you so close? He's like, this is where I'm called to be, right next to you. And he's going, can I help you? Can I help you? Can I help you? And sadly, so much of the church, because they haven't understood that, they've said, no, we've got it. We can have church without words of wisdom and words of knowledge and tongues. I don't know about all that stuff and prophecy and I don't think healing miracles. Maybe that was for another day. You know what they're literally saying to the helper? We don't want your help. I don't need your help. 
We got it. We can do church on our own. We don't need the help. I'm going to go ahead and take this opportunity on this day, at this time, in this moment to declare we are a charismatic church. What am I saying though? What am I saying? We need help. We need your help, Holy Ghost. What is a word of wisdom? It's something that you or I couldn't do on our own. It has to do with talking about what's coming up in the future, in the unseen, what's out there just in front of us. You don't know that. I don't know that. But here comes the Holy Ghost to say, hey, let me help you with something. Let me tell you about what's out in front of you. What's a word of knowledge? Maybe you're not familiar with some of these things. But listen, it's very simply this. When in a, in a gathering, in a service like this, it can be in church or out of church. But it's the Spirit of God speaking up on the inside of you and telling you something that you had no way of knowing. Something about another person. Not to embarrass or bring judgment. But maybe you've seen it or heard it like this. There's somebody in here today. You are contemplating divorce. Or there's somebody in here today. You've got a pain in the lower back. And the doctors have said that. You know, what I'm, you, you understand what I'm saying here? It's this example of, of detailed things that you couldn't know on your own. I couldn't know on your own, but I got a helper standing right next to me here going, hey, Jeremy, let me help you with something real quick. There's somebody in here. You see what I'm saying? And you go through every one of those gifts and all they are is the Holy Ghost saying, can I help? Let me help you. I want the help. I need the help. I want, I want to be a charismatic church. You know, you get to the end of that chapter, you know what he says? He says, covet earnestly the best gifts, the best charisma, the best grace. Covet earnestly help. Want the help. Don't be so prideful that you don't want the help. Humble yourself and say, I need the help. I'm asking for the help. I will accept the help and however it comes to me, I covet it. I desire it. And the cross-reference there says, covet earnestly or desire earnestly the best. The cross-reference says the greatest. Do you want to hear what he literally just said? Desire earnestly mega grace. Desire earnestly mega help. Is there anybody else that would humble themselves enough this morning and say, I want the help of the Holy Ghost. I want the help of the Holy Spirit in my life all day, every day. I want his help at home. I want his help at work. I want his help at school. I want his help in my marriage. I want his help teaching me how to be a parent. I want his help in my finances. There's a lot of folks that would draw the line right there. No, no, money stuff, I got it. We're good. That's a good way to get resisted. But the, the humble will say, I need the help. I want the help. And Jesus said this. Let me just give you a couple of things here. In, uh, here in John chapter 14, I want to look specifically before we go at how the Holy Spirit helps you. In John chapter 14, verse 26, Jesus said, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will do what? He will teach you. This is part of the help of the Holy Spirit. He will 
teach you. He said he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. He will teach you. We send our children off to school and we stick them in that school for seven or eight hours a day for one main reason. They don't know anything. They don't know anything yet. And so we put them at the feet of people we call teachers. And we say, hey, you, you know a bunch of stuff. Teach them that stuff, the stuff they don't know, so that they will know the stuff that you know. It's called teaching. There are things that you don't know. Things that I don't know. A humble person will acknowledge that. A humble person will say, Lord, there is so much. There's so much I don't know about how to lead this family. I'm asking you to teach me. There's not one thing you or I could do in this life that the Holy Spirit is not an expert in. Not one thing. He's brilliant. Genius. Mega genius. There's not one thing. Lord, I'm asking you, teach me to be a daddy. I don't know. I, I don't know always how to respond. I don't always know what to say, when to say, I'm asking you to teach me, Holy Ghost. I need the help. I'm asking for it. And however you want to help me with it, I'll yield to it. Teach me. This is part of the help of the Holy Spirit. And did you notice this in connection with him teaching you? He said he would bring to your remembrance all the things that he's already taught you. This is huge right here because you can hear something and think, man, that's good. I'll hang on to that. And later that day, where'd it go? You don't know. But I have made a habit over the last few years of making this confession. And, and I make it over myself often. And I say this, I say that I receive, retain, recall, and recite information by the help of the Holy Spirit. I receive, retain, recall, and recite. I receive, retain, recall, and recite. See, I have the capacity because of the born again spirit of God that's alive and well inside of me. I have the spiritual capacity for all the fullness of God. That's the capacity I have. So what is this thing? Huh? What, th this thing I don't understand. Huh? What, what, is, what is your job? Oh, but you don't understand. I work at a very high level in government. Okay. If there's something you don't know, the Holy Spirit can teach you. And you have the capacity to receive it. I had to learn this in junior high algebra. I have the capacity to receive this. I have the capacity to hang on to it. I receive it. I retain it. And at the right time, I recall it. And I can recite it. I can say it back just the way it was said to me. That's my confession. It's almost not fair. Your child has almost an unfair advantage over the other kids in the class. He's got great help. He's got Holy Ghost help. She's got Holy Ghost help. And when they sit down to study at night, they can say, okay, this is not too hard for me. I can receive this. 
I can retain this. I can recall it and recite it. And when they're sitting there taking that test and they're going, oh, what was that? Mm. Holy Ghost. What's the answer to number three? <laughs> this is the kind of help you and I have. Whether it's on the job or in the home. We have a teacher. Somebody say, I have a teacher. But for him to do his job, what do you have to be? Teach a bull. That's humble. Jesus also said in John chapter 15, go ahead guys. When they start playing, it helps me shut up. In John chapter 15, Jesus said in verse 26, when the helper comes, whom I'll send to you from the father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the father, he will testify of me. Say testify. So part of the help of the Holy Spirit is he will teach. Part of his help is he will testify testify. What's that mean? Jesus said he would testify of me. Later in chapter 16, Jesus said the, the Holy Spirit's not going to speak of, his, of himself. He's not going to say his own thing. He's going to say what I said. He will testify of me. Have you ever said this before? Lord, is that you? How do I know if it's you? How do I know if it's God speaking to me? How do I know if that's you leading me to do this or go there? How do I know, Lord, is that you? Is it me? Is it my flesh? Is it your spirit? Here's how Jesus said you'd know, by the help of the Holy Spirit. You have this help beside you. You have this help in you right now that will testify this is Jesus. You're hearing from Jesus. You remember when Jesus came walking to the disciples on the water? And he said, it is I, do not be afraid. And they were all like, is it you, Lord? Or is it a ghost? Because you know, sometimes ghosts will tell you, don't be afraid. But what did Peter say? If it is you, Lord, which has always cracked me up, right? If it is you, how many fingers do I have up behind my back? I mean, you could have said anything, right? If it is you, what's our special song? If it is you, but he said that and you've said that. I've said that. Is it, if that's you, Lord, but what you don't want to say is if that's you, Lord, um, uh, make it a, a cloudy night. If it is you, Lord, then have somebody in a red dress go walking by me. If it is you, Lord, and you start looking for all these outward signs, Jesus is like, you don't need that. You've got this help in you that will testify that it's me. So he's going to teach you. He's going to testify of Jesus. And what else will he do? Tell you things to come. That's help. You can't know things about the future on your own. You need help with that. You need the, the, the parakletos, the one called alongside who stands there and goes, can I help you with something? Here's what's coming up. Here's what you need to be ready for. And maybe he doesn't always spell it out in every detail, but he'll lead you to do something today that ensures prosperity tomorrow. What's he doing? Showing you things to come. This is how he helps us. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. 
From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.